You're listening to a Rare Drop podcast. Check us out at raredrop.co. Hello, everyone. I know you've been waiting for a very long time to be involved with all of the amazing things that we're doing at Rare Drop, and now is the time. We are introducing the Rare Drop Patreon, so if you've ever wanted to get involved with experimental content or being at any of our podcasts early to listen in, well, all of that is available in the new Rare Drop Patreon. Check it out. Hey, everyone. This is Wayne from Kings Coast Coffee. The holidays are in full swing over here. Our famous King's Cocoa is returned for the season, as well as our holiday tradition, the Christmas blend. Check out our Black Friday Cyber Monday sales going live this Thursday, the 26th at noon Eastern and running through Cyber Monday. Keep an eye out for a special retro roast midnight release, as well as the 12 days of King's Coast. So head on over to kingscoastcoffee.com for your one-stop holiday shopping needs. Welcome to the holiday edition. Well, Thanksgiving, or as I have been calling it, food Christmas. Ooh, food Christmas. I like that. It's 2020. Just put your damn decorations up and call it food Christmas, and then you get a month plus a week of Christmas. Food Christmas I like. That's what it is. Food Christmas. I have I'm down with that. Dubbed it. But welcome to the Old Fashioned Podcast. He's Mike. I'm Kevin. Uh, thank you for uh, hanging out with us today, getting house cleaning out of the way. Rare Drop has a Patreon, and it includes experimental content and all sorts of stuff, so you're going to want to go to patreon.com slash raredropco. I think that's the URL. Ah, hold on. I should probably check that before I... I'm pretty sure it is. No, it's not. It's not? No. Stand corrected. It's patreon.com slash raredrop. Oh. Whoops! There's, but there's there's not a link to it on raredrop.co? Well, they're redoing raredrop.co, so... Oh. Anyway, the Patreon's there. Check it out. You can probably get some Mike to do some stuff in there too. But there's pretty cool <laughs> stuff. Uh, it helps us uh, keep the lights on, especially in these crazy times. Uh, and helps us experiment and try new things and do new fun stuff. Uh, Rare Drop Store is getting a makeover. What else is going on over there? Nothing. But King's Coast, if you listen to this episode before Black Friday, what I want you to do is go to kingscoastcoffee.com and check out what's there it's cool that's it so paw patrol that's what you wanted to talk about right mike oh yeah yeah, yeah. my kid loves it huge I huge pp patrol. fan i hate paw patrol hate it <laughs> it's just so annoying and unrealistic i i think that's Dude, my biggest issue with children's shows there's so many annoying and unrealistic it just sets them shows. up like, it's one thing to be imaginative but it just sets them up for disappointment that when a child meets a dog it's just going to sit there and stare at them or lick them or whatever. It's not going to put on a suit and go put out a fire. That's true. But how many how many childhood shows depicted like cartoon bears being friendly and wearing ties? That's true. In all reality, they're just going to maul well, you hmm, and think about shit it. you out later. Think about it, though. A lot of the ones when we were growing up, that was not the case. It was just a hilarious set of circumstances where they were either trying to hunt the bear or the bear was trying to hunt for food. That's true. You had like, you know, the Bernstein bears. I oh, remember them. Uh, Hunter has Yogi a bear. 
Did you know? Okay, they're part of the Mandela effect. You know that, right? The Bernstein Bears. What do you mean? Everybody, wait, wait, we we we've gonna we've touched base on this, but explain. But because I think we did a Mandela effect episode for uh, WRS. We did. Uh, yeah. But the Mandela effect, the Bernstein Bears are in fact the Bernstein Bears, not the Berenstein Bears, which is what everyone well, the- thinks it is. Can I tell you, that's why I said it correctly. Because of that episode, I said Bernstein Bears instead of Berenstein Bears, which is exactly how I remembered it. A few until months, you corrected me, and I looked it up, and I was like, you're 100% correct. A few months after you and I did that episode on WRS, I was reading him that story, and I looked at it spelling again. I was like, my God. <laughs> it's my just not God. right. <laughs> but yeah. It's crazy. He children's books now. Um, well, I I got Hunter all nine. You remember Golden Books, right? Yeah, all nine Star Wars Golden Books. So he has all three trilogies in Golden Books uh, for Star Wars. And then for Christmas, we got him a bunch of Marvel ones. So he's got Black Panther, Miss Marvel, uh, Captain Marvel, uh, Spider Man, Iron Man, and they're all uh, Golden Book stories. Cool. Yeah. So. I'd rather him. Grayson's read got like that a big. Stuff. It's like a. It's like eight books or nine books in one. It's all MCU universe. Oh, nice, nice, nice. Yeah, it's it's like several books in one, and they're relatively short stories each. So when he goes to bed and he, he gets his like bedtime story, does he one, have a favorite of those superhero? Uh, Spider Man's big right now. Spider-Man's loves huge. Hulk. Um. Yes, like Spider, like everything Spider Man. Hunter specifically, though, is Miles, not Peter. He's very into yeah. Miles Morales because Miles is more his well, that, age. Yeah, I was going to say that's more that that's like the recent. I could see that. Yeah, it's it's actually I, I think that's really the only Spider-Man Grayson knows. Oh, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows that there is like a difference. Has he he's seen into this into the Spider-Verse, I guess? Yes. Yeah, that's why. So that movie to our generation of young children well, I, in my opinion, solidify Miles as their favorite Spider-Man, not Peter. Yeah, I could. Yeah. Which I think is awesome. Yeah. Peter was uh, like our like for us. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'd been Peter for how many years? When did Stanley make him? If Stanley died in his 90s and he made Spider-Man when he was 40. So Spider-Man's probably close to 55 to 60 years old. So you figure Spider-Man came around in the 60s or 70s ish. Yeah. Time to retire. Isn't it crazy, though, that Spider-Man was only, like, made 10 to 20 years before you and I were born? That is kind of crazy. You think about this. Even I was talking to Danielle the other day. You know, World War II only happened uh, about 40-something years before my birth. Mm, That's scary to think about, man. Black and white TV, like, all that stuff is not that far off from when I was born. And you, because you're not far behind me. That's Uh, crazy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty, pretty, pretty nuts. It's going to hit a point, too. We're, we're almost at the point where, you know. I, I would say within the next few years that like no one who survived World War Two will be alive. Which is yeah, nuts. we're getting there. I mean, anyone who fought in World War Two at this point, it has to be in super young in their 20s, at least maybe teens. Uh, anyone who's, who's still alive is wild, weird. I, that stuff always trips me out is thinking about time and how time works and how time is actually way shorter than you assume it to be. 
Um, you know, the the even with civil rights and whatnot, you see pictures of Martin Luther King and it's black and white. And you're like, oh, that was so long ago. But it wasn't. <laughs> it's not that long no. ago where people were being pieces of shit. That actually probably happened this morning before I woke up somewhere in the world or America where someone was a piece of shit to somebody because of the way they looked. And um, they had and they had colored photography at that point. Yeah, have you ever heard that that is a uh I have. It's a, it's a racially motivated thing to yep. put Martin Luther King in black and white. I have. It's interesting. It's a very it's very, very interesting. interesting. I, I cuz like you, you and, I've seen color pictures of him too. Right, but when you think about it because over the years everything you've been introduced to from that specific moment in time is a black and white photo. The only thing from that is that probably his most famous moment was recorded in black and white video which is the eye of a dream speech in the washington monument that's true um so that could be part of it but i i am not saying otherwise that you know they're not published in color on purpose because i don't necessarily know if i believe that one way or another i don't know but it's just it's interesting to know yeah it's worth it's worth noting that right. color photography was not it was invented already and and you could use it so um i mean mm. have you ever watched world war ii in color on yes absolutely very, very different feeling from watching it in black and white right yeah i don't i don't know something about nazis in color freaks me out versus black and white but then yeah. i love watching twilight zone which is in black and white <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about this monolith that they found in the Utah desert? Did you? Yeah. What the? Somebody put that there for it's real. It's an art installation. You can see the screws at the bottom. 100% art installation. I don't want it to be at all. I want it to be like Forerunner Halo shit. Or, that would be legit. Or Isu from Assassin's Creed. That's what I was hoping for, but it's totally. Like, I mean, could you could you imagine 2020 ending like that? Like, <laughs> like, just... like head, some metal headstone shit happens in the middle of the desert. We can't find the bottom of it. <laughs> Dude, I just yes, perfect. Like of all the terrible that happened, twenty twenty. I don't know. That'd be that'd be a hell of a way to conclude it. Satellite photos show that it's been sitting there for four years because the location it's in in twenty fifteen does not have it uh, sitting there. So somebody put it there sometime between when the picture was taken. I think August or something is the earliest photo they have of the satellite image in twenty fifteen that's available to us at least. Um, so, 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 twenty fifteen, somebody littered in the middle of the desert. I was probably for some are. photo shoot or art installation or something, and they just dropped it in there, you know. Or the aliens came early, knowing five years later they would be visiting. They'd be us. back. Is five a significant number anywhere? Aztec calendar, anything like that? Uh, I can look it up. <laughs> just curious if twenty twenty is going to be it. What cults think five is a significant number? The number five is the natural number following forward preceding six. Sounds yes. like Monty Python. And Nailed the number it. of counting shall be three. No more, no less. <laughs> no less. <laughs> don't count to two unless thou dust moving on. To, I don't remember how it is exactly, but that skit is amazing. Uh, I watched Life of Brian again last night. I know you sent the picture. I love that movie. It's, 
Oh my god. So you forget how good it is. Truly. Uh, Just the one the quick one-liners that you you don't typically pick up on. Got it. Here you go. You ready? Ready. In Hinduism, the god Shiva has five faces. His mantra is also called the Paka Pan, Panchak. I am so sorry if I'm butchering this and this is part of your culture. I apologize. Panchak Sari, Shari, five worded mantra. The goddess Sar- Saraswati, goddess of knowledge and intellectual, is associated with uh, Panchami or the number five. There are five elements in the universe in Hinduism Dardi, Agni, mm-hmm. Jal, Vayu, and Akash, earth, fire, water, air, and space. Yeah, and if you think about that in relation to five, <laughs> the most sacred tree in Hinduism has five leaves in every stunt. Most of the flowers have five petals in, in them. The epic uh, Mahabharata revolves around the battle between Duro Dahana and his 99 brothers and the five Pandava princes, Dharma, Arjuna, Bhima, Nakula, and Sahadeva. In Christianity, there are five wounds of Jesus Christ. Uh, the scourging of the pillar, the crowning of the thorns, the, fu- the wounds in his hands, the wounds in his feet, and the wound in his side. In Discordianism, I don't even know what that is. What is Discordianism? Mm. Uh, Discordianism. Paradigm based on the principal Discordia written by Greg Hill and Carrie Wendell Thornley in 1963. Okay. Oh, that's based on... Five is a very important number. This is demonstrated in the Law of Fives as well as the Pentabarf which contains five rules. Each page of the Principa Discordia, which is like their Bible, the primary religious document, is labeled with five digits. In is- I'm going down the list. We're just going for it. In Islam, Jeez. there are five pillars. Muslims pray to Allah five times a day. According to the Shia Muslims, the Pantheon, or five holy purified ones, are the members of Muhammad's family, Muhammad, Ali, Fatima, Hassan, and Husayn and is often symbolically represented by an image of the Cosma. In well, Judaism, I, I, the Torah contains five books, Genesis, <laughs> Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, and Deuteronomy, which are collectively called the five books of Moses or the Pentateuch. Uh, I think it's safe to say we open Pandora's box <laughs> the here. The book of Psalms I, is arranged into five books, paralleling the five books of Moses. Dude, we're on to something. Five. The Kamsa, which it's- is also in H- Hinduism, an ancient symbol shaped like a hand with four fingers and one thumb, is used as a protective amulet by Jews. The same symbol is also very popular in Arabic culture, known to protect from envy and the evil eye. In Sikhism, this is it, and then I'll stop. The five sacred Sikh symbols prescribed by Guru Gobind Singh are commonly known as Panjakars, the five Ks, because they start with the letter K representing Kaka. In the Punjabi languages, Gurmuhu, Gurmukhi script, Kesh, Kanga, Kara, Kachera, Kirpin. Uh, and also there's five deadly evils in, in Sikhism. Kam, Krod, Mo, Lob, and Ankar. And then Taoism has five elements and five emperors. The Greeks, this goes on. Wow. Dude, <laughs> I think we stumbled, I think we figured it out. Everyone is saying Cantonese. Five. The pentagram is a five-pointed star. It's true. Used in Christianity, Baha'i, Freemasonism, Satanism, Taoism, Thelma, and Wicca. Whew. All right, I'm done. I'm freaking myself out now. <laughs> Everyone's saying five. So 2015 ends in a five. That's when it first appeared. I mean, we're coming uh, to the end no, of 20. No, don't do that. <laughs> coming to the end of 2020 into 2021. All right. 15 to 16, 17, 18, 19, 20. We got what? Another month left. That'll be five years. I don't know, dude. 
prepare yourselves. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> it's freaking me out now. <sighs> look at look at what we just stumbled across. Everyone's out here freaking out about it. So, and now, we look. It took us took us two seconds. You know what makes me really happy? Cheese. Uh, Henry Cavill's photos from filming The Witcher, and he just always has the biggest smile on his face because he's probably. I love that he loves it so much. Oh yeah, he he is as, he is as interested in making it quality as we are as in seeing it quality. I, it's. Fantastic! I can't wait for that, and I can't wait for the spinoff. Like I, like I, I want to. I'm more excited for all. the spinoff because I don't like a lot of the characters around. That, that's the conclusion I've come to after months of marinating it. I don't like a lot of the characters around um, Geralt in this version of The Witcher. That's my. That's I don't really like. Um, what's her face? Who don't you like? I don't like Yennefer. I love Yennefer. I love Yennefer's character. I don't really like the actress portraying her. I don't think she's she's nailing my ideal of Yennefer, but my well, ideal of Yennefer comes from the games, not the book, so I could be way off. That's that's true, because Yennefer is actually like not a good person. No, she's terrible, but so is what yeah. Triss. I didn't like Triss at all, but obviously we didn't get too much Triss. Um, I mean, and people... Um, I love Siri. Oh, series awesome. Yeah. I got all for Clem to the at the end of the last episode when they, they found each other. Yeah. And then it ended and it was like, oh, oh. I mean that's just that's just the beginning of the journey. And I also didn't like I have come to the Netflix conclusion I didn't like the way it was filmed with the disjointed timelines. Well yeah, I think that's I think that's kind of universal. I think every even they've acknowledged that was just a terrible way to do it. And it, it really was. It was terrible. Even um, as someone who knows the franchise, I I had a you know deep dive and I don't think when you're trying to introduce a franchise to someone you should be playing those games. Um Well yeah, and they like we and we've discussed that very first episode between when you when you're brought into the show and like when the war happens, that's like a difference of thirty years. Yeah. And nobody like the show doesn't tell you it's a flashback. Like like Queen Kalanthi's age is the really the biggest tell that time has gone by. Right. And but it's other than that, like that's like people who aren't really paying attention aren't real might not put that together, I guess. I don't know. It won't really. No, they won't. People people need back, especially when they're new to a universe. They need facts presented in their face. Especially a universe as big as The Witcher and as rich as yeah. as The Witcher. It is fully like, fleshed out lore. Right. You, you They kind of jumped into the show assuming everyone's everyone knows everything in the past, which to a degree there's fan service and the fans picked up on. You're not caught up on Mandalorian. What was glaringly lacking. You're but not- a lot of other like I have a bunch of friends who don't even know The Witcher's a game and they watch that show and they loved it, but were confused. You're not caught up on Mandalorian, right? No. So Mandalorian's introducing a lot of um, characters from other mediums in this season and things from old video games primarily, honestly, like non-canon stuff and making it canon. But they're doing Outside it in a of the way, Star Wars universe? Yeah, like there's stuff from Old Republic in one episode. There's stuff from Dark Forces in the last episode. So, but but it's all within the the start. It's all within within the universe. They're pulling from the legends start. and making stuff canon. That's what they're doing. Okay, 
Um, but and then they're bringing in characters from Clone Wars and thing. I don't want to give away too much. Some some of the one of the novels I'm reading, there's a character uh, in there that they they brought to life. Um, so. But they're doing it in a way that you don't have to have prior knowledge. But if you do have prior knowledge, you're freaking out. Like you're screaming at the top of your lung. Oh, my gosh, this is amazing. But if you don't, you're just like, oh, that's pretty cool. I wonder how this person's going to play into the story. Um, so when you watch it, I'll be interested to hear what you have to say, because you don't really know like these characters as well as I do, or if you even know them at all or some of these items. So when you right. do watch it, I want to talk to you about it because I want to see what you think is someone that doesn't really know that stuff versus me who's like having a nerdgasm because, you know, they're bringing minute random things from video games that are awesome <laughs> into the, the canon universe. Um, so I'd very, be very interested. But yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see season two of Witcher. I'm watching um, Cursed on Netflix. Oh, I started that. I'm up to the last episode. I didn't finish it. I only have one more episode. Um, the story's good. I put it a little bit less than Witcher for me. Witcher, if you if you recall, guys, I gave about a seven out of ten. Uh, this is probably mm-hmm. six and a half out of ten. In my opinion, mm-hmm. it's worth a watch. Yeah, if you're into high fantasy, it's a it's okay. a retelling of Arthurian legend, um, and mixing all the characters up and putting them in different places and having fun with it. Uh. I'm not in love with the story. It's not captivating me, but I do find myself on Wikipedia looking up stuff that I remember from Arthur's other stories to cross-reference with this. So, right. you know, I'm paying attention and I'm having fun with it. Uh, but it's, uh, it's not my favorite show ever. Yeah, I started it, got a couple episodes in. It wasn't it wasn't bad. Um, I was like, okay. I mean, at least it kept me watching a couple episodes. And then I went to bed or whatever i stopped farming something turned it off and then i just never really felt the drive to start it back up again um yeah it's 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 good and if you haven't seen it i highly recommend worth a watch uh the woman who's the lead i think she's fantastic um the fight scenes with her are a little weak uh, but i don't know if that's on purpose because of her role with the weapon she has that i won't say what it is but if you know anything about Arthurian legend you could probably figure it out based on these words you find out in the first episode anyway so don't yell at me about spoilers um okay. but it might be the them trying to you know show this she's I don't want to say that either that'll give something away uh, <laughs> <laughs> you'll understand what I'm saying when you see it but it might be that unless but it does make the combat a little bit less interesting to me and i am a huge fan of fight scenes it was one of the reasons i loved game of thrones because they were so good at you know making the battles visceral and the duels interesting i mean the mountain versus the the uh the viper is that his name oh yeah was prince oberon viper was that his name you would know better than me but i know exactly what you uh what you meant when he caves his skull in the Red Viper, thank you. I knew I wasn't off. Oh my god, that that <laughs> that whole scene, you're sitting there, you're like, kill him, kill him. Oh my god, stop talking and kill him. Stop talking and kill Oh no. <laughs> All of my worst fears have come true. I man. Such an epic scene. It was so good, but 
after all the build up for the mountain and the dog to meet the hound, whatever I, he calls him dog, so I called him dog, the hound to meet each other. It just by then I was over it, and Zombie Mountain was like, I just, uh, yeah, you know, and then yeah, that could have been so much better, but it is what it is. Yep, yep. We must live with the end of Game of Thrones for all eternity. Yeah, it. They're not, despite your amazing e petitions. Believe it or not. Nothing's changing. Um, I still think it's a great show. Like you can hate so do I. the last season all you want, but the rest of the show was fantastic. I'm. It was I, it was a crazy ride. That's for damn sure. I keep it on when I when I play WoW or ESO in the background. I had it on last night while I was running around Bastion for you know like an hour. But that's uh, a good one to have on because it's just it coincides so long. with the theme. Yeah, and I don't have to yeah. like sit there and watch it. I know what's happening. Ex- yes. That's a good one. Which episode was it that I watched? I don't even. I miss uh, the mother. Um, what's her name? I can't remember her name now. The old lady that tell 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 uh, Cersei it was me. Oh yeah, I can't remember her name. Anyway, she was fantastic. She's in the episode. She I was awesome. Night. She's just so rude in the all the right ways, and it's it's just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Um, it was, but it was rude in like, uh, comical way, right? But like shit that needed to be said. I can't remember her name, and it's bothering me. What is their house name? Oh my god, I have to look it up. How? Does that start with a T? Uh, something of House Terrell. Terrell. Yep. Oh my sweet lord, that was bothering the shit out of me. Um, yeah, tell Cersei it was me. <laughs> and then the memes from the election with John McCain on her face. <laughs> Tell Donald it was me. <laughs> the memes have been on point. Elena Terrell. Oh, my God. That was bothering me. Uh, she actually passed away this year. The actress. She was the big. She was in uh, that British show, MI5. She was really good looking when she was younger, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, Christy Brinkley, good looking, or are you just pulling my leg? No. Uh, look up. Hold on, I'll get her real. Diana Rigg is well, her real name. Look I should up. say Christy Brinkley's still good looking. One of Billy Joel's many ex-wives. Look up Diana yeah, Rigg. How? How? And then go to the image search and look at her younger. What, what, what's her name again? Diana Rigg with two G's. She was gorgeous. Oh, wow. The Avengers, not, not the Marvel one, the old British show, The Avengers, she was in too. She was a looker. Yeah, you're not kidding. It's like, um. Oh. What's her name? Oh, I guess they don't. I was going to say she looks like uh, Marilyn from the Munsters, but not really. 
No, I don't think she's uh, in the monsters. But yeah, no, I've been watching that uh, again when I run around in a while. And then uh, I'm trying to finish Vikings, but I have to finish it with Danielle. So we're in the last few episodes, but kids, yeah, timelines, all that stuff. That's how Shit's Creek was for us. Like I couldn't watch it without Allie and Allie couldn't watch it without me. I didn't watch every episode, so I will at some point go back and just watch the whole show all the way through. Because I Ew, caught dude. what I could of Danielle's. But the last season, I watched probably almost every episode. I... <sighs> what did you... Well, so were you invested in it then? Oh, yeah. Okay, how did you feel about the ending? Um, I think they did it right. Did you watch the, the making of the last season, too? No, I need to. Yeah, you'll feel much better about the ending if you have any issues with it. Because the show obviously took off after they decided that it was over. I, well, I did. I read an interview about ending the show because they were given they were given the opportunity to extend. And right. they were like, no, the show's over. Shit, we're, we're done with it. We're going to end on a really high note. Yep. I'm going to write. I'm going to write the show like I have two years worth of writing to do. And yep. that's it. Yep. Not going to keep dragging it on and have it slowly basically decay. While the story is really good, we're going to leave it here. But it, oh, it just left me wanting. Yeah, because Dan- so much. Daniel Levy's the 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 main writer. writer. Yeah, um, it's basically his baby. Yeah, uh, so. uh, he made the right call. Like it's like it's yeah, it's the that was the right call. But oh, it, it hurts so much. And is this a, the when you watch the making of like you'll learn about the actress that plays Alexis, and this was like her last Hail Mary into acting. She she killed it. She's amazing. She killed it. She's incredible. The, the, all, all four of them, not even, the whole cast is amazing. Did you know Eugene Levy's other daughter is the... Uh, Twyla. Yes. Yep. You know what's crazy to me? Shows like um, Supernatural from the CW, mm-hmm. that motherfucking show has been going for what, 12, 15 years? Didn't they just have the series finale? Like last they week just or two ended weeks ago? It. But it's like, it's like a 12, 12 plus or 12 year old show. How do you keep a show like that running for so long? I, like, I think it's mm. different when it comes to comedy versus, uh, you know, a show like that that deals with the supernatural. You can keep diving into folklore and myth and all that stuff and pull as much yeah, shit but, out as you but want. Enga- but engagement, like at some at some point, engagement's got to fall, right? I like, would assume you- that there's seasons or episodes of that well, show that fell flat. I say that. And my faith in humanity is just declines the more I think about it because The Walking Dead has been around and renewed for so long. And they have offshoots. So, and there's some, like, yeah, a movie I take back coming. what I said. I, I guess I get it. The crappy television continues to remain while the good stuff just I would prefer included. a show that knows when its time is up and goes out on a, on a high note than trying to extend the life of a show um you know game of thrones is the opposite game of thrones we were like you could have done two more seasons <laughs> yeah yes yeah yeah yeah. that's absolutely true but battle like you've never watched battlestar galactica right nope battlestar galactica is four seasons and the show is over over it's done i have never recommended that show to someone who has come back to me and said i didn't like that i've recommended it to people and they've only watched six episodes and went well I'm like, keep going. Yeah, you were telling me your brother Jacob hadn't either. And he, you in, just bought in, it for him. in a week and a half, he got almost through season two. 
That's crazy. at my house because he was so addicted. Highly recommend if you and Allie want a show. Danielle loves Battlestar Galactica. All right. Loves it. She said, I, I felt bad that I judged it based on the name. <laughs> well, I'm going to watch Shit's Creek one more time and then I'll watch that. So there's that. No, I'm joking. And then Vikings, like I said, I'm wrapping up Vikings, hopefully. And then I want to get back on Marvel. I have not watched a Marvel movie in a few months. And you have not seen Rock and Roll yet. It's in my, was it Netflix? It's in my Netflix like movies to watch. I don't know. I don't know. I've been using Pete's Goodreel app. I Isn't that Netflix, though? Isn't that No, it's iPhone? everything. No, I, I have it on my phone. Okay, hold on. Yeah, you do. You don't. You're you're like me. Mm-hmm. You like a good quality phone. What is it? Good yes. real. Good real. R e e l. Good real. Giving Pete credit for this because I. Good real. Did not know it existed until he. Uh, until I he don't showed see us it, it in the store. I don't see it in the Google store. Or maybe real. Real good. Real. Real good. Maybe. Real good. Yeah. Real good. Sorry, okay. I had it backwards. All right, real I'm good. installing it. I'll play with it later. Um, so you, yeah, like pizza, you browse your services. So Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, Disney plus stars, HBO, whatever you have put in your services that you have, and then you can search for any movie and it'll tell you what services my, uh, the new Google Chromecast I have does that too. It it makes me sign into everything. And then it says, you should watch this based on this and you can watch it on that because you have that. It basically takes everything I watch and tells me other shows that I can watch based on what I own. That's really nice. Yeah. But it doesn't work with Stadia. <laughs> Stadia. Oh, maybe that's because Wait, let me repeat myself, Mike. Did you hear no. what I said? The new Google Chromecast doesn't work with Stadia. Did you I, you I, understand yeah. that, right? Oh yeah. The new <laughs> Google Chromecast. I think it's I think it's par for the course. Doesn't work is that, with is that, is that foreshadowing? Is Google telling you that they're gonna drop the entire program now in the next year? I guess, yeah. I mean how do you how do you release new hardware and not make it compatible? By design. That's crazy. Sigh. How much, how much, uh, how far, can you play WoW on that, Google Stadia? No. Stadia is still a platform, but any game you get ties to your PC version of that game. So, Avengers is my PC progress. Red Dead, PC. Division, PC. Destiny, PC. Watch Dogs, PC. But But you can play ESO. PC. It's tied to my PC ESO characters. It's literally the only reason I have it, to be honest. All right. So you 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 cannot play that game with Stadia? No, I can play ESO on Stadia, but it's just it's my PC progress. It's not a I didn't have to start over. Right. Good. Yeah. But you but you can't play games like WoW through Stadia. No, because it's all controller based. You can use a keyboard and mouse with Stadia if you want. Obviously, but as far as I know, wow, I don't think would ever go there because wow won't, won't doesn't want you leaving battle.net. That's true. 
And since Stadia is technically a platform. That's true. They don't want you jumping over. Well, maybe they'll take the epic route, sue them. So speaking of WoW and Henry Cavill, who hopefully will one day play Arthas in a live action oh, rendition dude, of Wrath of the Lich King. To. He has to. That's not, even a, that's not even an option. I would assume that if they ever decide to do that, he gets the first tap on the shoulder. He has to. If he doesn't, I think people will riot. He, the only part he would be weird with is you've seen Arthas pre Lich King, right? Yes. Was that well, with the blonde hair and stuff? Right. I mean, obviously, he could pull it off, but he'd look well, weird. We've seen him with long hair in The Witcher. He just make it blonde. I know. Well, the gray hair in the way he has the Witcher goes perfectly with Arthas in for the yeah as a as a as a Lich King yeah. Without giving me any major spoilers, is Arthas in? Do they reference him at all as you go through Shadowlands story? Uh, say yes or no. Is, don't say anything else. Okay. Yes or no. You will be giddy excited at the end of Maldraxxus about something. I'm not gonna say what. Am I going to hear? You're going to be like, whoa. I mean, all right. So I've been through all four zones. And as uh, if you can hear my son in the background, I'm sorry. I, I don't can't. think you can, but if, I can't. if you can. Your gate is really good. I can't hear anything. The gate should be. So it should suffice. We'll see. Um, I've been through all four zones and and. <clears throat> if time has taught me anything in our chats, basically, if I like something, Rob probably doesn't. And if Rob doesn't like something, I probably don't. Or if Rob does like something, I don't. Whatever, whatever I just said, the vice versa. If I like it, he doesn't. If he does, I don't. It's generally how it's been trending. So I went through loved zone one, loved zone two. I feel like zone three fell short. Like uh, Rob thought it was pretty good. Pretty amazing. I guess I haven't really talked to him in depth about it because Kevin hasn't been through it. So we're not spoiling the story for him. But once you go through it, Kevin. But yeah, I just I don't know. I just felt like the story was very weak. Didn't grab me. The All whole the zones story. look the whole story or just Ardenweald? No, no, just Ardenweald. Like, okay. Just Ardenweald. All right. I'll give you... I'll probably finish Bastion today at minimum. Mm. Uh, and then I'll give you the download there as I go into Maldraxxus. Yeah. yeah I was telling it, Mike, too, before we were, we were uh, playing, before we went live a little bit, and uh, bastions because you can't choose what zone you go to like legion and bfa and they make you go through as a linear story which honestly i prefer because it creates a better story in my opinion overall and mike would know better than i would and he can say yes or no but because of that no one's in bastion right now it's empty it really so weird it's dead quiet I see someone every so often. It's not hard to find someone to, to kill, you know, uh, an elite or something, but uh, it's not. It did. It does not remind me of launch week. I think that will balance it, balance itself all out. Once everyone hits max level, completes the story and chooses their covenant, you'll see a flood go back that. And when everyone starts leveling their alts, um, it'll be right there. 
I think it does make for a much better storytelling because there's no way you miss anything. I didn't go to this area, so I didn't get that part of the story or it's the the chronological. I I think it makes for a better a better story. This story so far, I think, is really good. I watching every cinematic. The only thing I'm not doing is I'm. I haven't done side quests. I've hit story quests and dungeon quests and I hit 60 like early Revendreth. So early in the fourth zone in the fourth zone, your final zone, I hit 60 with war mode on. And because it's so linear like you're saying, you if you have war mode on, you really got to watch because there's a lot of choke points where players will just camp and, and gank. Like a lot of choke points. Okay. So you might benefit, actually, if you put war mode on now and the zones aren't that heavily The only reason patrolled. I don't do war mode is because I get up a lot. And it's the kids oh, yeah, that'll, or whatever, work or, you know. Yeah, that'll screw you. The dog, I'm always getting up and walking away from the computer. So normally I'd leave it on, honestly. Like when I was streaming, I left war mode on for the most part. Although BFA, my first character, I don't know if you remember this, but I meant to turn it on and I never did. And I got to, to 119 and I went into Ogremar and I was checking stuff and I'm like, wait a minute, war mode is off. <laughs> 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 Meaning I totally would have hit 120 way before I did. Took you so much longer. <laughs> All together, does every every everything looks amazing. All the zones look stunning. I'm not saying one looks and they. And what's even cooler is they all have drastically different feels to them. They all feel very different from one another. They did a great job. <clears throat> Arden wheel just. <laughs> to me okay well you know i should have hopefully by the end of the week or early next week the dark fairy forest people are the better part they basically look like um if you take a kyrian druid like their their forms the way that they have like the wicker bear and the and all that Mm -hmm. that's basically what's like the the dark part of the forest looks like, and that's so does really every cool. zone have like a uh, a force that is native to the zone, and then the jailer has some sort of corrupted version of that. Is that what every zone is? So far, to some extent, okay. That sucks because Ardenweald was my favorite short too. But when you, when you get to, you'll see the difference. The difference in the opposing sides in each zone once you get to the end i saw uther in bastion yes he flew i don't know if i'll see him again but he was talking to the one angel i don't know i forget what they're called and uh he flew away and i was like that was uther (laughs) over there on the ledge how far into bastion are you how many hours uh, like I said, I just had the evil, the corrupted versions of them show up. Uh, and now I went to, I'm getting the memories of Lyria, the main one. Okay. To see why she took the path she did. Did you get your Stuart yet? 
Stewart? I don't think so. I your is little, that little owl guy. I know. No, 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 no. Okay. I get one of those. Sick. Well, yeah. So you you go through, and as you progress through the story in that area, you get you know your covenant ability, and then your spec ability to try throughout the entire area to see if you want to choose that covenant when you get to endgame. So you'll get your steward and you'll get whatever the shadow priest ability is for Kyrian. Okay. And you'll use those while you play through and you'll be like, oh, this like resonates with me or I'm, no, not I'm really. I'm so then, nervous. I'm going to pick the wrong covenant and then everyone's going to be like, hey, buddy, look, you picked the wrong covenant for shadow priest. What an idiot. Look at you. Da, da, da. I, that's what I so hate about. Well, well, so Rob, so Rob is saying shadow priest is actually in a really good spot with all of them. So you really like the difference is a very small percentage. So you're good no matter what, from what I understand. Of course, there's going to be like people who care about that subtle difference and it has to be the absolute god tier but i think you're good no matter what you go with i also have the same obsession which is why i can't pick a freaking main still i still don't know if i want a main pally i I like i almost want to go back and i want to level my warrior next instead of my warlock even though i know guaranteed if i play a ranged character it's going to be my lock yeah the problem is they keep going back. They should have they should have made these covenants much smaller of a deal. Much smaller of a deal. Because I agree. Now like I like I do feel like there is a wrong decision to make because not every class is as well balanced as Shadow Priest potentially is. I agree. There is a wrong choice. And if you look at like Wowhead, so I want to base my decision on cosmetic because you get mounts you get pets you get armor transmog from this weapons so you have to sacrifice you might have to sacrifice what you think looks good or what you you know the way you want your character to look you have to sacrifice that for whatever they have balanced better for you yeah at that time because there is, you know, there's going to be a balancing patch again, and it's going to mix everything up and you're going to you're going to potentially feel like, oh, shit. Now I have to go back and switch my covenant. Do you really want to switch your covenant three, four, five times during this X pack because they keep swapping the balance? There's the potential for that if you're chasing meters. Can you swap covenants? Yes. All right. So that makes me feel less bad. You can swap covenants. But like I said, say say you go with um, Kyrian. For your for your first pick and you're going through Kyrian and you like it, and you're leveling. But then balancing patch comes through and Night Fae is just incredibly dominant. So you, you switch over to Night Fae. You're topping the meters. Loving life. Looking good. But then all of a sudden. They realize that the pendulum swung too far, so they go back, and you want to go back to Kyrian. It's going to be more difficult for you to go back and realign yourself with Kyrian because essentially you've betrayed them. So you have to, whatever the quest lines are, there's shit you have to do to then go back to a covenant that you left. I just think it's irritating the thought that you have to chase a covenant you have to chase whatever whatever patch 
is balancing the co- whatever covenant better. Mm-hmm. They should have made these a lot like a lot less. I would have much preferred and I have like I don't have a horse in the race. I'm new to wow. But if you were to ask me my opinion, I think it would have been much it would have been a better move to just given every spec a new talent bar. You have the choice between 1 and 3 and every covenant you got your soul binds. Soul binds leave the way they are. Whatever, that's fine. But the covenant, you every covenant just has their ability. They don't have the spec ability as well, right? So night fay, you get the, the the transportation form. Necro lords, you get that that extra shield. Kyrian, you get the steward. Just leave it at that. If it if it's going to be cosmetic, leave it as cosmetic. Don't tie power to cosmetic because now you're making everyone choose. And I get that choice is paramount. Like, I, like, but you're choosing between what looks good and power. And to tie those two things together is stupid. When I, you're given a choice of four, obviously, you want cool things that do a lot of damage to look cool. Obviously. But in this particular instance, I just... Tying something like a covenant to power just seems silly because that's where I'm at. I'm at such a crossroads where I want to look cool. I want to look the way I want to look. If I have an alternative way to do that and still choose the most powerful covenant, I will. But I don't think you can. It's just my opinion. Now I'm overwhelmed again. Sorry, <laughs> I, this is but this is what every time I log in, I'm like, oh, this is what I got to contend with every time. Like if I if if I could, if I went on my warrior and I attained all like even even just like the basic color configuration for Necro Lord, right? The the other color configurations are locked behind, you know, joining their covenant and uh, whatever. Like, that's fine. But can I get the base set? If I get the base set on my warrior, is that transmogable? Can I take that and apply that transmog to my pally who's a Venthyr? I don't... I'm pretty sure no. And that sucks. And that's like... That's where I'm at where it's like, fuck! I can't look the way I want to look, but I definitely don't want to be pulling my raid down. Are you still planning on raiding? Yes. I'm interested to see that. That's why I don't I don't want to. um, This is my problem. Like, I don't want to be the one that everyone's dragging through. I don't want to be that guy. I want to be able to contribute, have utility or or if I don't have that much utility, my my deeps are good. And it may kind of makes up for it. The quicker you kill something, the less utility you got to use. But. I also want to play my like play the game and look the way I want to look. Yeah. I mean that's the that's the name of the joy game. It's of an modern, MMO. The, modern gaming in an MMO is you get to look the way you want to look, you know, not bound exactly. to the other it, stuff. So I don't I don't know. I just 
it's all friendly. You just, you know, level something else up and okay, that's cool. But if you pull up Wowhead and you look at their current because every they're posting updated spec uh, spreadsheets for what covenant is the best for each spec. I think Necrolord hits like three. Three specs. There's a lot of specs in the game. Well, when I finish leveling, then I'll bring back the anxiety of this. Sound good? Uh, sounds. I mean, that's. I'm. I'm just like cautiously tiptoeing towards the end of Revendreth now, and I'm just dreading making that decision. I. Uh, I pissed off all the stoolies this week. Yeah, I saw that. Oh my <laughs> god, dude. <laughs> I can't believe they were calling you soy boy and sh- and like bathe in your tears. I was like, wow. Oh, I didn't see bathe in my tears. I saw I saw soy boy. Uh, I made the joke to you guys that I haven't been called a pussy this much since junior high school. Dude, so, <laughs> so many. I saw one chick. I don't know if it was a troll account or if she's like legit. She's like a real account. I don't know. But I was like what she said. I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I probably imagine the ignorance Imagine knowing zero facts, zero facts about the situation, but stating what she's stating her opinion is so that she's in the know and is aware of every here's detail. The, here's the funniest part. So backstory. Uh, Pete uh, and I were listening to Dave Portnoy's show. If you don't know who Dave Portnoy is, he's the guy who started Barstool Sports. He's a very dynamic personality. A lot of people don't like him. I don't even agree with him all the time, but you can't deny his success in marketing and media. It's just undeniable. It's you can't. What he's done with Barstool Sports is ridiculous. And all this other stuff now day trading he's into. Regardless, I listen to his show. He's a good entrepreneur. Uh, you know, I'm very over Gary V lately, especially the other days. He tweeted something I've- or Facebook something that said, uh, whenever I got an F in school, I just told the teacher I didn't care and concentrated on what things that made me happy. And I'm like, why wrong, are you telling people this wrong hot take, man? Oh, God. You know what? Crack cocaine makes me happy. So I've got an F and I'm going to go I'm do some moving crack to Oregon. <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, a few episodes ago, Dave said he was unhappy with their podcast sponsor for his show. And he was like, 100000 and I will change your company and change your life. We'll do branded merch together, this whole thing. Nothing about a bidding war, nothing about that. He said 100000 So I was like, screw it. Sent an email. I said, Kings Coast can afford that over the you know time. That's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've never spent money on traditional marketing. So we've always saved money to spend on marketing. You know, We spent money last year on the Islanders licensing deal. Uh, and... Um, so we have money to spend on marketing and licensing and things like that. And this was, all right, I'm interested in this. So I sent the email. Nobody answered me. I listened to the next episode, and it was some taser company. And then on top of it, regardless of you feeling some Black Rifle coffee, they are steeped in controversy right now over the whole Kyle Rittenhouse thing. So regardless yeah, of whether you support that. them, that's not what Mike and I are going to talk about right now. We're just going to say they're steeped in controversy, and they so the Portnoy show picked him up as a new sponsor. I didn't even know that when I sent out the tweet, but I sent out a tweet taking basically a dig at them, a friendly dig. Honestly, it wasn't supposed to be this 
big thing, but it worked out in my favor anyway, so whatever. Uh, so it looks like Stool Presidente, which is Portnoy's handle, and Dave Portnoy's show passed up on having King's Coast as a banner sponsor. I feel like you all need to let them know how huge of a mistake that was, especially for a guy who drinks a ton of coffee. We always do this stuff because we like showing the power of our community. Our community loves our coffee. They always will come to this and be like, hey, you know, you made a bad decision. Not a lot of companies have that uh, command, that sort of respect on social media. So why not use it when you can? You know, I wasn't saying go attack him and yell at him. I just said, tell him he made a mistake and our coffee is really good. So then on, he retweeted it and said, what was your offer? Which was weird because it was 100K. That's what he said on the show. So I you know, I replied to someone in there and said, uh, yes, you know, come on, Kevin, give us the offer. And I'm like, if you listen to the episode, which I loved putting people on blast because apparently none of his fans listen to his podcast. That's what, yeah, that's what I'm, I mean, come on. Like, <laughs> if you listen to the episode, it was a hundred thousand. I'll change your company in your life. Oh, that was an opening bid. I went back and listened to it. I was like, no, that's not what he said. And then Eddie's reading these Offers they got, and this, he's like, this guy's offering you equity in his HVAC company. I'm like, who's offering equity for a sponsorship? Are you serious? Mm. <laughs> so everyone's like, yeah, post bid or you underbid. Oh, my God. No, I literally the density said, of let's some talk heads. business. Uh, and then this would make them cry so many sad tears if they found out that Dave started DMing me. <laughs> <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> Salt and rage. Salt and rage. He just wanted to figure out. I don't blame him. If 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 you saw online this somebody come back with my response of 100 k wouldn't you be up your marketing team's ass like, who ignored this email? You would think. I mean, he, I don't know how many his 100K mind, emails he got, though. But in his mind, he's missing on a 100K check right now. True. So he's looking at his marketing team like, why aren't you following up? Why aren't we taking this seriously? You know, that's what he's doing. He asked, it wasn't just one DM either. He was like, who did you speak to? I didn't speak to anybody. I sent an email. Here's the email. I screenshot it. Can you forward me the email? Blah, blah, blah. Forward me in the email. I don't know if I'll ever hear from him again. That's not even the point. I don't care. But, you know, the okay, point is all, all these okay. all these little, little uh, okay. these children yelling <laughs> and saying, oh, I hope your Hail Mary pass works. And so I was like, well, it did. <laughs> and... <laughs> Dumbass. On top Dude, of that, but, but legitimately, there were. I read a couple tweets, and I, I thought they were pretty fair. Like, despite what you think about the tat, like, despite what you think about your original tweet, mm -hmm. I saw one guy respond like, "Well, like at the end of the day, I found out about a new coffee company today. We got a we got a bunch of new customers out of this." And I was like, "Fair, like whether you we whether you it. agree with the initial tweet or not, like it, it definitely people." bunch of new customers people, he retweeted right, new it people know about you he retweeted it so thanks at minimum dave thank you for the free advertisement uh and secondary to that i now have proposals after having meetings this week from sirius xm westwood one media uh iheart radio somebody else i can't remember who are all trying to court me to try and get a piece of that the money that i said for some traditional marketing for next year I, I, yeah, I win. Yeah, <laughs> people don't. Uh, people, all, I saw one ignorant tweet on there that I sent you, Which and one? I was like, oh, oh, that this, I have no idea that guy. I would this, assume it was related to that thing. Uh, I, you know. I assume as well. Clearly, he's a defender, or yeah. they're a defender. I should, I should say, I don't know, defender I don't of know who they of are. 
broadcasters who, you know, obviously have trouble keeping their hands off women. Right. Um, They're a defender. And for whatever reason, they are associating or blaming King's Coast <laughs> for something that like it, you just laugh and you go. You, I was like, what? Cool. Keep supporting so, on so many levels. What you said does not make any fucking sense. Just like grasping at straws to just get your opinion out there. When in reality, just keep it quiet. I mean, once Dave DM'd me, I muted both threads. So at that point, you're just, you know, screaming into the void. And plus, I I don't care. (laughs) That's my biggest point here. I don't care what you think. I obviously made the right decision. For multiple reasons, but I don't care what you person on the Internet thinks whether you agree with me or not, like that was my decision. I decided to go for it. It paid off. If, even if it didn't, I'm not going to delete the tweet or anything. Everyone's sitting there. Growly, 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 growly. Man, I just, I just loved how many people flocked to that and just like immediately assumed so many things and just ran with it. Just ran with it. Just full on, full bore. Firing on all cylinders like th- like I'm in the know. Fuck this guy. I loved it. Oh, I was like, wow. Like, th- I'm telling you that that one girl's response. I was like, oh, my God. I just loved it. The level of just. Ignorance. It's funny because it was unreal. It was un. it was unreal. You know, no- I, normally I I I. I'm not the type to condone behavior of like go and attack this person, but that's you know that's what the stoolies do. That's they wrecked. Uh, who was the other sponsor he had for something? E trade was it E trade? I and don't the stoolies know. just obliterated E trade on social media. Um, but I I'm not in favor of that. But when it happened to me, I just laughed the whole time. I was picking out the best ones and sending it to you. I'm like, look at this guy. This is great. They they assumed the same thing. They assumed you were essentially weaponizing fans of King's Coast and coming after Dave for, uh, you know, for potentially not picking you for whatever reason. Sure. It sounds like he was just completely unaware of you. He was. Nobody ever saw the email. I'm sure the email came through. Some intern didn't think it was a good idea and deleted it. Right. And he's probably screaming at his people like you just left a hundred thousand dollars on the table, regardless of whether my email stood out or not, which it probably didn't, because my approach in my email was, hey, this is how we started our company. It was started because we got screwed over by another company. We're a bunch of older guys. I'm not going to jump through hoops to get your attention. That was literally my pitch it was like, we're, we are a solid coffee company. The coffee tastes good. We're based in, in Long Island, New York, blah, 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 you know, but I'm like, I literally right. saying it. I'm not going to jump through hoops to get your attention. Um. Because everyone else is like, you know, like, I'll hire fire breathers for your next birthday and marry your daughter and you could have equity in my company if I could get a sponsorship, <laughs> but I can't afford the 100K. Oh, they probably saw that. Well, and and again, if anybody hears this, they're going to have ammunition. Well, if you really weren't going to jump through hoops, you really you really proved yourself there. No, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm ahead and tweeting him like that. Cool. I'm 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 a businessman. And then I heard that morning that he went with the taser company. And I went. Oh, a taser company over our delicious coffee tweet and just say, tell Dave Portnoy how good our coffee was. That was my intent. It was never to weaponize. And if you go back and look at other times I've done that, it's never weaponizing. It's just like, oh, you, you. 
and and even look at look at the people right. in the thread from from the Kings Coast side. They're all like, "Oh, it's great coffee. You should really try it." That was it. Yeah, I I think, uh, and even still, I, I I didn't see anyone on. And maybe correct me if I'm wrong, because I it was I was kind of active with it for about an hour, and then I didn't follow up after that. Um, I didn't I didn't really see anybody in Kings Coast really saying anything incredibly negative. Just like. I think it was more in defense of Kings Coast, like as Stooley started coming in and just started like ground and pound. Um, it just became more like, oh, OK, well, if this is kind of how it's going to be, I can't fuck with anybody who doesn't fuck with like KC no, the, like that. The only thing that happened after that was the Black Rifle crew got involved because they thought it was a direct attack on veterans, which, by the way, again, I'll say it when I tweeted it. I didn't even know Black Rifle was involved because he didn't do the Black Rifle ad read until later in the episode. Uh, oh, BRCC got involved. Well, you know, their their crew and like, how dare you, you know, besmirch veterans. And then KC people were like, hey, you should probably look at who owns the company, you know, and we're pulling mm, I thought, the yeah, word but, veteran yeah, but, from Pete's profile and screenshotting it and sending it to people. Yeah, uh, but their their owners know their owners know you guys. Oh, we've t- I've talked to Evan Hafer back in the day when when we used to drink so, their coffee years and years ago. Right, but it so it wasn't the owners coming after you. It no, wasn't no, like no, 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 no. It was just people who look. Regardless of political leanings, Evan Hafer is a very nice guy. I've talked to him. I, I dude, I could, I could give two shits about political. I, I don't care. You're, you're a good person. You're a cool person. He's we can a very hang nice out. Like guy. I, I've, I've talked to him before. Yeah, I, I couldn't give two shits about. Uh, I made a decision in my life a long time ago, and I stick to it today. I will never let something as fucking stupid as politics dictate my friends ever. Yeah. And there's ever. And I'm, there's I'm never going to lose friends over political. If you if you can't fuck with me because I because I hang out with people that would, you know, vote for both sides or whatever, that's that's fine. That's on you. But I will never ignore a friend or lose a friend over something like politics that, ever. That doesn't refuse in, to. That doesn't include by the way, for the people that are going to say something about that, that doesn't include social issues and Nazis, by the way. That's not what he's saying. No. Yeah, uh, obviously. God, does that have to be said? Yeah, you have to say that now. OK, yes. Nazis are trash. Can we fucking curb stomp all Nazis? <laughs> Both of us would punch a Nazi. No questions asked. Don't worry about it. Yes, that's goes without saying. When I say political leanings, I mean Democrat, Republican. Yeah, agreed. Um. So, yeah, no, the the. And and Black Rifle has done so much for veterans, so much. No one, no one they would have. dispute that in a million years. If you do, then Dude, we were we were crazy. all we started listening to them when when Black Rifle was like really like four kicking years off, ago. getting started. <laughs> but yeah, before before they couldn't fulfill orders, we were listening to, to Drinking Bros and, and like all huge fans of theirs. And they, I have not spoken to any of them, but everything that I hear from you guys who have you, Wayne, Pete, they're all incredibly nice people. Yeah, like, Evan is so, Evan is a very I've spoken to Evan before. He's a very nice guy. So it was no it was, there was no dig at Black Rifle. So it but was just it was just the the, the dig Black at, Rifle the fans dig at the idea that were that, coming at you guys. Yeah, the, well, the dig at the idea that Kings Coast now hates veterans was what we were disputing, <laughs> especially who, who because that. There was a few people that came at us were saying they, something like that. Were they that. BRC fans or were they? I assume so. Oh, oh I didn't okay. Do my no re- real... I didn't go. I just answered. I just, the one guy, I said, imagine uh, replying like this to an actual veteran. And he was like, does it matter? Does your company do like, oh, okay. So this veteran doesn't matter, but that does. I got it. You care more about rhetoric than people. 
does it does it matter? I, just, I don't know. Your entire point was just null and void. Yeah. Does and he that assumed matter? I was the veteran, too, not Pete. It, so he didn't even do his homework, um, which I'm not for full record. Um, oh, man, the Twitter, it, the Twitter investigators immediately. Holy yeah. shit. I just muted the threads once Dave answered me because and all the the asks for you know meetings and whatnot started rolling in so and everyone's so funny and they're like oh it looks like barstool had a big swing and a miss with king's ghost <laughs> oh that's that see that's a i don't know that's a good tweet you just create it you just you literally all i did was create a a, a viral-esque marketing moment that worked in king's coast favor if you didn't like it don't drink the coffee i could care less it's an out Go go drink Black Rifle if that's what you're into. I don't go drink Death Wish. I don't. I'm not going to tell you not to drink other people's coffee. I'm not. That's not how I roll. Like I said, I used to drink Black Rifle in the day. I'm not a fan of Death Wish. It's a little too much for me. Uh, I used to drink. What was the other one I used to drink? Uh, I forget the name of it. But you know, hell, sometimes Why would you? You're. you're so, I you, got. Listen, when you're here, when your product speaks for its full confession, what? I got donuts. Before the raid day at Dunkin' Donuts for the whole crew, you had coffee. I had a no, no, I didn't get coffee. I got a small Dunkachino while I was there. Okay, same difference. So what? I, same uh, difference. Some- Listen, when you're when your product, you just your product speaks for itself. Exactly. There's no reason to shit on anybody else nope. or deter anyone from buying anything else. If you like the product, awesome, awesome. Hey, here's some new stuff we're coming out with. If you don't like the product, there's plenty of there's plenty of other. Plenty of other varieties you can go with, you yep. know, and that's fine. But yeah, there's no need to, there's no need to fucking yeah. shit on people. Go drink Stumptown if you don't like us. Give them a try. I don't, I'm not in that business. Tons of local roastery like now. Like yeah, that's local, who you local, should be supporting. Co- coffee shops are, are one, everywhere, every corner. Your your local coffee shop that can't stay in business, you know, if you, if you if you can somehow support them, order a bag. I'm not saying stop ordering Kings Goes and go ordering that, but maybe get both. I don't know. I don't if know what you your can. financial situation is. I'm not gonna sit here and tell you how to. I don't know. You look. You, you get coffee. your subscription, but when you're out doing errands or you know you need to go pick up that Thanksgiving stuff and you need a, a quick pick me up, you stop at your local shop. Why I, not? I ordered from our local uh, Mediterranean place last night. Got some. We some, a gyro gyro bowl, dude. I'm. I, it's in such like a such a spot right now because PA is looking like they're gonna. They're saying that they're not, but it's looking like it's gonna get shut down again. So Allie had to run out this morning because we had some last minute um, last minute change of plans for the holiday. Um, so she had to run out and grab some food because we're now having uh, Thanksgiving by ourselves at our house. Um, and there's I mean, aside from it just being, you know, outside of Thanksgiving, there's nothing anywhere. Like you can't get anything it every nothing. I think she got like turkey legs instead of turkey i had already pre-ordered a turkey um so i got a like a nine pounder i think it's a small bird uh because we'll do the leftovers i love turkey sandwiches you know the, yeah, absolutely. the end of a uh, christmas story turkey a la mode turkey <laughs> and then it was gone <laughs> uh so i got a small bird but we're, we're my in-laws will be here only they're here anyway because they help us with the kids like yeah they're right we there. can't we can't survive without their help with the children um so uh, they're here anyway. Uh, so that's it. It's just us and them and a nine pound bird and turkey for the next pride four or five days. Yum. Plus, I like the process of cooking the turkey. Deep fry it. 
No, 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 no. Deep fry it. Roast. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Uh, Man, you burn your house down. You just say it's a product of Florida, and insurance comes in. And hands it. Yeah, it's that simple. I'm sure. Uh, you're a product of Florida, Florida man. No, I'm doing hit, the uh, the. And um, you're good. The uh, they they give you an extra twenty grand. The uh, I'm gonna roast it. Queen, I've been roasting it the that's, same that's way for tasty. years, and I love it's tasty. Yeah, I'm gonna roast it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna let it sit in the brine. I'm gonna uh, probably after this go get that going and then do that. I think I got to place an order at Publix. Um, do that. Publix is great. I'm, I can either order it to my house or I can order it and they'll pick everything. And then I just pull up and they throw it in my car and I drive away. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, that's what I was saying. I was kind of in the spot. Um, so, yeah, she had to run out. We were doing like DoorDash and, and the delivery services like as much as possible and and, and all that jazz. And, uh, that It adds up. It gets very expensive, especially when you start realizing shit is costing you 20, 30 dollars more than what it actually costs. Um, and we were doing the grocery deliveries for a while until they started adding um, additional surcharge, like additional fees are included now by us. Like if you order more than a certain amount, they they charge a heavy fee. So you get an extra charge there. Shipping went up. Um, there's a bunch of other stuff. And then, of course, obviously, the, the, there's the tip. So you tip on top of that. Um, it's just it started getting very costly for you know, a once a week thing. So now it's at a point where we're about to shut down, about to go back into that mode, but it's, the prices are skyrocketing. It's like, holy shit. This is not going to look good. Well, fingers crossed that 2021 is a better year. We have the first sign that 2021 is going to be a better year. You know why? Why? Because Letter Kenny. I was going to make a joke and I immediately decided against it. Letter Kenny comes out six days before 2021. <laughs> yes! Sniper! She's a sniper! So. I love that show. Pitter Patter. Oh. Texas size 10 4. Mm. I'm glad my Canadian uh, community made me watch that show. Dude, so good. So good. We blew Squirrely through that Dan. Show. That's what I like about you. Know what it likes about you, Katie? I'm wondering. <laughs> I'm wondering if we're gonna see everyone beat the shit out of the guy that cheated on Katie. At this, the, remember they were all running up to the house, and that's how the show ended. Well, they gotta pick up. I hope it picks up right there where that guy's getting the ever living shit kicked out of him. They he have was a to. douche, and he deserved it. And I just, uh, part of me wants to see that happen. I know it's bad, but I, it's, you know. It's good. Such a good show. So good. I just want more uh more uh weather names. My two favorite hockey players. Uh oh, yeah, oh, Jonesy and Riley. Oh, yes, Riley. That way when I play oh. NHL, I have more things I can say. <laughs> Cam needs to have just nothing but letter Kenny alerts. He he laughs when Wayne and I just go full letter Kenny on him. He he need he needs to just have letter Kenny alerts. That's it. I found it hilarious that I started watching that Is, show, and then when Cam came down last year for Chell Challenge for the Bolts thing with Wayne, right? Listening just to Cam talk in regular conversation, I was like, "Oh my god, it is real! It's not fake. Was, this is how I was they just going to say." Is Letter Kenny as funny in Canada as it is here? Yes, 
It is. It is. The Canadians were the ones that were pushing me to watch it. So they. Okay. Yeah, because the whole thing with the the Hicks from from what is it? Levesque. Is that the name of the place in Quebec? The ones that speak French. I don't know. The, like, the I don't know. The, the DGens from upcountry. All that stuff is real. So they 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 really leaned into just what they experience every day. Mm hmm. That's awesome. I mean, I've watched plenty of interviews with them with uh, I, for, I forget the I forget the name of the act, the actors now, but I've watched interviews with them and they said they were saying, yeah, like the hardest part about coming up with new episodes is the one liners. I'm sure like, there's there's so many in every episode that it's getting hard to like write. So they were going over where they got a bunch of their stuff like some of their friends came up with stuff when they from their childhood and they brought it into the show and and oh they have to God, keep like, the old ones rolling too but yep. not overuse them yep so good oh that I, I just assumed like okay maybe this is just canadian humor and so it's foreign to us because we don't see it every day but it's kind of just status quo for them it's cool to know that no it's hilarious there too they're just hilarious people. Oh, the porn noise episode. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Tim has one from one of the other broadcasters on his soundboard that he plays every so often. It's very, very catches you off guard. You're like, Whoa, Tim, I had no idea you were that horny. Interesting. <laughs> Well, that's going to do it for episode eight of the Old Fashioned Podcast. Thank you for hanging out with me and Mike. Again, go to patreon.com slash rare drop to support all the experimental stuff we're working on. Keep the lights on and, you know, all that fun stuff. Uh, you can check out uh, the store at raredrop.co slash store. Uh, and if there's any merch on there that you like, I suggest buying it because it might not make it to version 2.0. Uh, you can go to raredrop.co and click that podcast button then click that old fashioned button and listen to all the old episodes I think Mike and I are going to do some uh, altaholic streams where it's literally yes. just me and Mike sitting around doing this but we're playing WoW while we're doing this that's it have to that's the show have to so uh, hoping Friday maybe if I can make some time to hang I'm out I'm available Friday alright so maybe we'll do it during the day Friday because it should be a light day because nobody else is working um I got to do Mandalorian in the morning. That's it. Uh, but yeah, go check out all the other cool stuff on Rare Job. Star Wars and Scotch, Broman Podcast, Studio Blank if you're into weird anime. I find all anime weird. It's not specifically pointed at weird anime. It's just anime. Speaking of anime, I found that clip that you sent me, that, that anime rock jerk-off song. Oh, yeah. That was a while ago. I have the clip. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> gonna use it you use it bud anime rock jerk off song you do that bud chat thank you so much again we appreciate you we'll see you for episode nine of the old-fashioned podcast maybe mike and see you mike and i'll see you this weekend a little bit for uh some shadowlands and some hanging out on the twitch channel twitch.tv slash old-fashioned podcast twitter is old-fashioned pod he's metric underscore methods with a z on twitter and i'm kevin x vision on twitter we'll see you for episode nine have a great Thanksgiving. Stay safe. Don't do anything stupid. Uh, and fuck COVID. Yeah, good luck. <laughs>